Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 975-1280 the zone. Jake coming at you live from one of our very, very favorite places, one of our uh, longest uh, running partners. You hear him every day, of course, on the big show, on our other shows. We are at the Dish Professionals hanging out with Ryan and his great crew here, 80th South and state right there on the corner you'll uh, johnny lightfoot has the the van pa- parked right up front you can't miss it come by and see us uh and uh, more importantly call 801-424-DISH 801-424-DISH you know the number uh step it up step up your sports watching capability uh i am here at the dish professionals uh austin is off today um we'll we'll talk about that coming up here in a moment uh, so alex lumberg our good friend lundy uh, filling in for Austin today and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. How are you today? Hope you're doing well. Good, man. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm hanging in there. It's, uh, the weather got nice again, which is pretty sweet. And, uh, yeah, yeah I, I like coming down here to the Dish Bros. Good, good yeah. folk. Always fun to be down there. And we hope uh, that all our listeners are having as good a day as possible today. Uh, you know, I was just... As we prepare for the show every day, you know, we scan through everything. And, and I just saw something on my Twitter feed that <laughs> we just there's a picture of two groups on a golf course. And the headline on it is huge fight breaks out between two groups on the golf course. Now, when you're playing golf. You should be having a good time, Jake. I know that when you go golfing, you always, that's your, always your goal. I mean, yeah, you want to play well, but most for, first and foremost, you want to have fun, right? You want to relax. You want to be on a beautiful, in, in a beautiful location, you know, having fun, playing a fun game, right? You don't want to get in a fight. I've never been in a fight on the golf course, but I've had a couple of close calls. <laughs> Were you hitting into somebody? Yeah, I, I, I've got some bad judgment sometimes on how far or not I can hit the ball. You don't and know so your own strength. That's it, your problem. It, it, you know, it goes into the group in front of me from time to time, and I've, uh, I've been barked at. Um, the one time, the one time, I, and and you know what? The reason I don't get in fights is because I'm not an idiot. I apologize immediately. 
and I say I will I will try and and not do that in the future. Um, but can I tell you the closest? Uh, well, the the time I really thought we were going to get in a fight. <laughs> what happened? I was playing golf with our guy Patrick Kinahan. Uh huh. We were down in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, we were covering the West Coast Conference tournament, and we had just time enough to squeeze in uh, in nine. And so we went out there. I can't even remember what course it was. And and I had a, a really weird round. I was really up and down. I actually holed out from the bunker on one uh, oh, nice. on one hole, which uh, on the fly too. Like so that's didn't hit, didn't hit mode. the ground. Just dropped right in the cup. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then on one, I mean, I I hit one of the the best drives of my life. I mean, I just creamed that golf ball. And it was going right into the people in front of us. And lo and behold, not on the fly, not on the fly, but it hits the guy. Or at least I think oh, it did. Not good. And so all of a sudden, this guy is coming back at us in, his, in the cart. He's coming back at us. And I, I look over at PK. I said, uh, PK, uh, I think we might be getting in a fight here. <laughs> <laughs> Defend yourself. I think, I think this guy is coming back to fight us. And, and so we're just sitting there in the cart as this guy is just just screaming at us or not screaming uh going driving fast he wasn't screaming vocally he's uh he's driving fast back at us in in the cart and he pulls up i'm like oh gosh here we go and the guy goes wow man what an incredible drive i just wanted to come back here and tell you you had an even 30 more yards but it hit my foot oh really <laughs> like, wow and i was wasn't like, surprised he came back to to, to to tell me what a nice drive it was and to make sure that I knew that it was even further than where it lied, but it hit his foot. And I Did thought, he, wow. Was he being sarcastic? No, no. He was he was being a, a completely nice person. We, we said, oh, thank you very much. Uh, how are you playing? He said, oh, I'm, I'm playing all right, but I haven't hit a drive like that. You guys have a nice day. <laughs> and drove off. Restored your faith in humanity. I was like, wow. But there was a solid, you know, uh, 30, 45 <laughs> seconds or so where I thought, you know what? Are we reaching for your driver? <laughs> We're going to get in a fight on the golf course. This is not going to be good. And, um, he was, and he was driving all fast and whatnot? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't do that, man. You don't drive fast back at the group behind you. I mean, it's, it's, that, that, that's just, you know, that suggests all kinds of things like you thought. Yeah, right. Maybe and maybe he was doing that. Maybe he was messing with us, right? Maybe he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> go back at these guys. I'm gonna make them worried about some stuff there uh, for uh. a minute. But uh, you know, you hit, m- most people, even when they're grumpy, are are not in the mood to fight. You know, I I was wow. at Bonneville earlier this year, and I hit into the same uh, group in front of us three times. And uh, <laughs> three times, three when times. That, I mean, were like, you going to learn somewhere along in, the way? In like four holes. I I don't know. I I have this thing where I I uh, you just don't I look at it. You don't, and you don't I believe think, that you're going to hit it as far as yeah. You. It's like I I'm never going to get there. It's going to be fine, you know. And uh, but but the time I hit into him three times, uh, I didn't even know I'd hit into him three times. Like I hit him to him twice and I knew about it. And so I went up there at a convenient moment to apologize. And I was like, hey, I know it was a couple of times. I'm very sorry. And and this lady gives me just the stink eye and she goes, it's been three times. And I said, oh, okay. well, I I three times. I won't do that again. So I admit the problem is mine. And and uh, outside of the dude in Vegas, I've never actually hit anybody. Uh, so I guess that's good. But I, I should probably I should probably dial it back a little bit. 
Yeah, it, but just, I just, but just I'm the type of own strength. For, that's what you got to do, Jake. You got to understand how far you might hit it. Here's here's honestly, Gordon. Here's my problem: is I hate having the group behind me right up on you, right? And sometimes you can't help it or whatever. But but sometimes it it just like oh they're already standing back there and we haven't even hit yet. Even when it's not my fault, I'm like okay, we got to play. Right. You know, we got to move. So you don't like being having done to you what you're doing to someone else. No, no, no. I don't like slowing up people behind us. And so when people get right up on you, you think like I'm, I should be saying, no, I'm going to wait a few more minutes. But I feel the pressure of the people behind us. So it's like, OK, I'm just going to go ahead and hit. Well, know your own strength, man. That's all. You know, you're long. So just keep that in mind. Well, Maybe and the, the problem is the problem is that golfers like us. We might hit a beautiful shot and just nail it, and just hit it right on the screws and have it go way, way, way out there. But then the next time, if you're if you're always waiting and the group is behind you, then you they think that you think that you're going to hit it some great shot and you might not, and well, then you feel kind of foolish, right? And here's the other thing: inevitably, Gordon, the time you do wait, the time you're like, you know what, I'm going to hold off because I don't want to hit into them. <laughs> And they're up there, and the other group is looking at you like, what? Who are you, Superman? And then you, you actually wait for them, and then you hit. And that's the one that you duff into the woods <laughs> yeah, every exactly. time, uh-huh. every yeah. single time. Like, okay, guys, hold on. I'm going to wait for them to clear. You know, I, I, I got this shot in the bag. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and wait for them. And then you, and then you wait, and they clear, and then you go, okay. And then you step it up, and, and that's when you, you duff it uh, 20 yards uh, up and into the woods. Well, just to err on the side of caution, I've seen some wicked fights in my day, mostly in my younger times. On but, the golf course? Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw a wicked fight going on. On a golf course, uh, well, it's well known around here, Hobble Creek down in uh, Utah County. I saw a pretty good exchange going on there. And, uh, yeah, yeah, but, you know, try to be in a good mood when you're out there playing. You know, I, everyone's happy, right? I don't think I've ever actually seen a fist fight on the golf course. I've seen yeah. plenty of people exchange words, but I don't think I've ever seen an actual uh, Gordon Monson-approved hockey-style fist fight. Man, I, one of my buddies got got in a fight once with another guy, and he and my friend is big. He's a big dude, but the other guy was big, not quite as big as him. But uh, they were they were going at it, and the other dude had a ring on, and it caught my friend on the side of the uh, the temple, and uh, opened a pretty good gash there. But I always uh, thought fighting was dumb. Like even going back to my my like junior high days where where you know fights were celebrated in a weird way, I always thought like this, this is really dumb. Well, it's especially dumb like you, like we were saying on the golf course where everyone should be in a pretty good mood. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Maybe folks are grumpy because golf has a way of doing that, edging up on you a little bit at times too. So I don't know. Just everybody be cool. All right, Gordon, we have a very busy day on the show. Of course, uh, we'll we'll talk uh, a lot of NBA basketball. Uh, groundbreaking news from yesterday uh, about the Utah Jazz. We will continue that conversation. Our friend uh, Jordan Pendleton is going to be on with us at 4. Uh, we'll talk a little BYU football with him. 
uh, Chris Vanini at, at uh, excuse me, Pendleton at three, Chris Vanini at four, uh, Mo Dockhill at five o'clock, drop of the day at 5.30. And we do have to do our uh, survivor pool picks today, Gordon. And uh, Austin has already submitted his pick. By oh, the way, yeah. because well, when he goes out of town, he communicates mm-hmm. with the show and still participates. Uh, he uh, he has already selected the Chiefs over the Jets. So Austin's going oh, with the, the guaranteed W, but he's also burning the Chiefs. Yeah. Why would he do that? I don't know. Yeah, I guess he I wants mean, the guaranteed win. All right. Well, it seems like that's sort of a. He could pick the Chiefs a lot of weeks against better teams than the Jets. You know, it would be interesting would be the reverse of what we do. You can only pick against one team once. Like <laughs> only can pick against the Jets or the Jaguars yeah. or, or the Giants once. Uh, yeah. That could be interesting. Yeah, because if we do, if we've been smart from the beginning, you just pick whichever team is playing the Jets, and that then you get around without uh, repeating yourself. So Austin not with us today, as we mentioned, uh, Alex filling in, and I, you know, I I'm calling for this on the fly, but uh, Austin made a made an interesting uh, admission about his uh, let's see uh, lifestyle and uh, fashion. Uh, he he, uh, he he had some piercing work done, and uh, he's 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 getting medical attention uh, for the next few days because uh, some things have gone south with that. So we we send out our best to Austin. Is he did that now? Uh, I heard him talking about that, but is he going to get the double piercing that he talked about, or is he just a... no? He he got it, and it's not going well. And but did, did he? What can you give us some more details? Oh, there's some infection. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so he'll be recuperating for a while. He's, he's got some stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. He's got okay. uh, he's got some some antibiotics. Uh, he's... He's under some surveillance. You know, there's some stuff going on. So we send our best. <laughs> well, you got to keep an eye on this thing. You know, can't can't let it get out of hand. It's serious. All right. So we we okay. wish Austin and his uh, and his uh, infected nipples. Uh, we give do, them do our we, best. Did, did we? <laughs> oh man, I wish we could play the drop, but. Anyway, uh, well, I, I could have uh, told Alex before the, the segment <laughs> that I wanted that. But, you know, that's not how I roll. I'd rather put the, turn up the heat on our fill in producers, Gordon. <laughs> I'd like to really put them in, in awkward spots where they 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 don't know where anything is. Well, let's hope that uh, let all the power of positivity, all our listeners out there, think a positive thought for for Austin and for our guy. Trouble. Yeah, he, he yeah. needs it because, you know, I mean, that that. that that doesn't feel good. Not, no. not that I would know, but, uh, you know. It doesn't. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. All right, so we'll, we will talk college football. We'll talk NBA. Uh, we'll cover it all on today's show. We'll talk TV because we're here at the Dish have you, Professionals. Have you, seen, uh, have you seen all these rumors out there running around about Rudy Gobert and one team or another is going to trade for him and all that stuff? It just, I don't know. That's all have have just they been particularly uh, out there today? Oh, I saw one, and uh, it's just you know, it's it. it the, the, I don't know whether we should talk about it or not because there there may or may not be any validity to it, you know. But it's just, and, and really, it's a compliment. It's not uh, anything negative because if you have a player who's really really good, you know, you know there's other teams that are interested in uh, 
and securing the uh, services thereof. So, but uh, I, I, I've seen that a couple times, and I, I don't know whether it's just rumors born out of the fact that Rudy's coming up on a big contract or, or what, you know. But anyway, well, I saw, well, I saw why another don't we, one today. Why don't we start with the Jazz, and, and we can, you know, kind of process yesterday's news a little bit more, and maybe we kind of uh, go into the, the Gobert scenario because that's, that's really – not that he's making it alone, but that's the – the really first big decision of this ownership group. So, yeah, uh, sure is. Let, let's do it. Let's get into the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. All right, Gordon, uh, for the first time in 35 years, the Utah Jazz will have a new owner, uh, or owners, I should say, uh, the Smith family, Ryan and Ashley Smith, uh, purchased the Utah Jazz yesterday, or, or it became public yesterday. Nothing is final quite yet. Um, for right around $1.66 billion, uh, that's for 80%, the majority stake uh, in the Utah Jazz. Also, the Salt Lake City Stars. Um, also, uh, this radio station, although that will be a, a separate transaction, thanks to the FCC, and also Vivint Arena. Um, it, it was a it was a giant day yesterday in the world of sports. There's uh, there's been a lot of people asking a lot of questions. There's a lot of unanswered questions out there, and the people involved themselves uh, can't make any sort of uh, really more than they've done public comment uh, because of the NBA. So, Gordon, we're we're here. We're processing all sorts of things. What? Uh, where is your mind at as far as uh, the story yesterday? Where's your mind at today? Well, uh, two things really. The first one is. Uh, appreciation for the Miller family for what they did with the Jazz. The fact that the Jazz are here um, can be traced straight back to Larry Miller and his vi- vision, and uh, he saved the franchise. Otherwise, it would been would have been somewhere else. So uh, w- we have the Jazz here because of that vision, and then it was maintained. It's been maintained since Larry's passing by Gale, and the Jazz are highly respected franchise around the NBA. I know there are some folks who live here who make fun of the fact that the Jazz are even aiming for a championship, like, ah, they'll never do that, you know, not in today's NBA and all that stuff. But they have run this franchise in a way that has garnered the respect uh, league-wide. And that, that that's a fact, folks. Uh, I'm not sure that Jazz fans understand how highly respected the Millers are with what they've done with the Jazz. So that's the first part of it. The second part of it is, what does it mean when when Ryan Smith and his wife Ashley buy the team? Uh, what does that mean for the Jazz moving forward? Well, one, it means that the Jazz is going to stay in Utah. Uh, there are some owners that might buy the Jazz, and you might wonder about that. But I think that was really important to Gail to keep the franchise here, whether she was owning the team or not. And uh, she found in some ways, or she didn't find, he found her and, uh, and, and convinced her that uh, he wanted to buy the Jazz or they wanted to buy the Jazz and uh, that they would keep the Jazz here. So those, those are pretty important factors in this whole thing. And uh, when someone's knocking on your door offering you, as, uh, as I guess Gail uh, uh, sort of characterized it, a bona fide offer, 
of $1.66 billion. I guess you got to listen to that. And uh, she did. And so she did what we didn't think she would do, but she sold the Jazz, and uh, and the billionaire owner who bought them happens to be a son of Utah and, you know, wants to live here, wants to own here, wants to uh, win here. So, Gordon, uh, after the show yesterday, uh, our staff, we jumped on uh, a kind of a staff meeting, Zoom kind of thing. And uh, during casual conversation, not really officially part of the meeting, our uh, our boss, Jeremy Castro, uh, pointed out something that uh, that I noticed during the the announcement, but uh, but didn't after he mentioned it, I, I kind of gave more deep thought to. But he pointed out when Gail said he's, she said when that, uh, as you put it, uh, bona fide offer, when that uh, that kind of offer is on the table, you you consider for a moment what life would be like without you know being a sports owner being in the spotlight 24 7 having to deal with with the unique situations that come with being a a professional sports owner and as i thought about that more um you can kind of you know i don't know why the exact reasons as to why they sold and why they sold now but that after jeremy pointed that out i certainly gave it some more thought that i can't imagine you know life being a professional sports owner, it's it, it's very glamorous, but all of a sudden it comes with this celebrity and this scrutiny uh, that the being under is is probably difficult to deal with um, at times. Even the, the day-to-day management of a sports franchise has, has got to be uh, rigorous and hard. And I, uh, you know, I bet she did imagine what life would be like um, if she weren't the owner of the Utah Jazz for her family and, and maybe the uh, – little bit of normalcy that could possibly come with that i what what do you think about that because i i i was glad jeremy pointed that out because i hadn't really given that more critical thought i uh got a comment from a someone in the jazz organization who said to me an exact quote this will be good for gail and so that tells me that she took that ownership that stewardship as she likes to refer to it very seriously. And it's one of those things where if your business, if you have a business and you're running it, people aren't constantly interested in what's going on with it as far as wins and losses. But when you own a, a, a team like the Jazz, all your neighbors, all your friends constantly want to know what's going on. And there's pressure that comes with that pressure to keep the thing going the way that uh, she wanted it to go. And we're we're guessing here because uh, I'm not exactly sure what's going on in Gail's mind. But she she everything, every big decision with the Utah Jazz always went through Gail Miller. Every one of them. And it's not like she doesn't have a a bunch of other things on her plate. And uh, so she I I, I think there's a sense of relief that comes with it, uh, like you were implying. Yeah, I think. And uh, and if you have somebody who's energetic, who wants to do it, who you trust, who you've had a relationship with over time, and we all know about the five for the fight uh, patch on the Jazz uniform, uh, yeah, uh, I mean Ryan Smith is knocking on her door saying, "Hey, hey, Gail, when can when can I buy the Jazz? I want to buy the Jazz. I want to buy the Jazz." Oh, here's 1.66 billion for 80 percent of it. Oh, really? Okay, wait a second. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You gotta, you gotta think that through. And I guess she did, and decided that was what was best. So, 
I, I have no problem with it at all, really. People evolve through their lifetimes, and um, Gail is is uh, is not thirty anymore, and uh, she she I could see her getting to a point where that that would be something of a drain on her, and it was probably a lot of fun too, but not always. And so, yeah, she can do what she wants. And I, those who accuse her, of what would Larry think about this, or that Larry would be disappointed? And all, they, anybody who would ask that question doesn't know, uh, didn't know Larry and Gail, uh, because Larry trusted Gail implicitly. He, she was his number one confidant. Uh, in the later years, she told me that Larry would come home from work. And the way he was busy, he would uh, just lay there and and spill it all out to her, and she he trusted her. I, I remember having conversations with Larry about Gail, and it, man, he used to he used to really say wonderful things about her, and I should I should make a list of them and send them to her, but it was just this glowing praise. He thought so highly of her and trusted her implicitly. So when she makes a decision like this, I have no problem with it, and nor would I bring up any kind of doubt that uh, she's somehow betraying Larry's legacy or something like that. And I think she really trusts Ryan Smith uh, based on her knowledge of him and what his capabilities, what his brain power, what his intentions are. And so she thought the time was right. Uh, and she loves the jazz. There's no doubt about it. But I think she loves the LHM group of companies uh, even more. And if she saw some opportunity there, I don't know what any company could do with 1.66 billion. Jake, do you? Uh, I would. Uh, I would buy a, a country, a whole <laughs> country. Well, uh, the point is that it creates opportunity in other ways. And if she thought. If she thought that uh, the jazz would go on, the jazz organization would go on, and they'd be in good hands with uh, with Ryan Smith, that uh, that maybe that company would be able to benefit in some other ways moving forward. So I have no, there's no second guessing with anybody who knows, who knew Larry and knows Gail. All right, Gordon, we'll get to uh, – let's talk about Rudy a little bit uh, coming up next. We'll get uh, into your thoughts on this big off season for the Utah Jazz. But we are live here at the Dish Professionals, your your showroom for the Dish Network, might I add, 80s South and State. Our good friend Ryan is here with us live. It's good to see you, buddy. I feel like I haven't seen you in a it's, minute. It's been a minute, yeah, hasn't it? <laughs> it's been a minute. So I, I was stoked when I – and we'll get to uh, a little bit more of what's going on. But uh, I was pretty excited when I saw we were starting off something special and we're going to be doing a bunch of these remotes. I'm, I'm stoked about it. Yeah, we're super excited to have you back, and uh, you know, excited that football is uh, is is here. Heck yeah! Look, you've got your Ute stuff. You ready to roll there? Going in uh, what is it? A week and a half now, the seventh. Yeah, Arizona. A little less than a week and a half now. We're like, uh, was it a Friday? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so we are less. Eight days. Oh, man, I'm I'm glad they're playing. Uh, But let's talk about it. 801-424-DISH, of course, is is the number. Everybody knows it. 801-424-DISH. But let's talk about uh, the cool stuff that you're doing for new customers right now because now is the time. Yeah, now is the time. And, uh, you know, we've we've had some interesting promotions with doorbell offers and different things this year. And, uh, you know, I – we were trying to look look for something that we've never done before, and you know this is kind of a cool little extras that uh, that we have. Where 
we're doing a promotion, just kind of kicking off, especially since you know the Pac-12 is a really big deal, and we we got some money on that that we can use. And so what we're doing is we're doing just uh, something we've never done before, giving away a thousand dollars in cash. I love it. And we're not doing it just once; we're doing it twice. And uh, I think the the main reason for that is I want the odds to be really good. Right. I don't want it to be like a lotto uh, Powerball ticket. It's it's going to be like a small little church function drawing where you have a really good chance and that's that's what we wanted to do and so we've got uh this neat offer where you can get uh the hopper and it's you know we talk about this thing is just remarkable it's the biggest dvr out there it's got more features it's faster and um and then on top of that during our live remotes they gave us a little extra so we're throwing a hundred dollars cash back so if you sign up not only you get to enter the drawing for the thousand dollars but and get the two-year promotion the two-year price guarantee but you get a uh, hundred bucks cash back and it's only for today so 801-424-DISH sign up uh and you'll get all the great things that normally come with the dish professionals which we talk about all the time the customer service and all that <laughs> uh but you're going to get a hundred dollars cash back on top of that mm-hmm. and be entered to win uh, the thousand uh, dollars grand prize drawing that you're doing twice that we're doing twice so yeah this is uh this is an awesome opportunity you know in football we're we're in the midst of it you know next next week we're going to pretty much be seeing about everybody playing so uh you know if you get set up to, you get the Pac-12 network. You're going to get the uh, NFL, NFL Red Zone. We actually have the sports packets included. Um, plus, uh, you know, obviously we're going to have ESPN and all the Fox Sports. So, and here's the thing is we see customers all the time. They call us up, and we are like, yeah, we'll get this. We'll get you the hopper. We'll get you these channels. And then we tell them the price, and there's this pause. And the pause is because they're like, why is it so cheap? <laughs> <laughs> and that's truly it. And uh, if, you know, you've got an older system that you got set up with, uh, you know, another provider and you're out of promotion, you're going to be super surprised when you call up to find out how much less money it costs. And uh, and then you get cash back and enter in a thousand bucks. And, you know, if in, you know, if you're in this group of first responders, military, um, you know, hospital workers and 55 and older, you'd be crazy not to sign up for Dish because yeah. they're giving away pay-per-view movies every single month as long as you have service. That is such a cool little thank you that Dish is doing. Amazing. All right, so now is the time. 801-424-DISH. 801-424-DISH. Be entered to win that $1,000 uh, cash drawing, which they're going to be doing twice. Uh, but if you sign up today, and today only, $100 cash back. So make it happen. 801-424-DISH. Ryan's going to be hanging out with us throughout the show. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate Thank you. you. 801-424-DISH. Well, more next. 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to, give me your name, uh, Penny, Sharon, and Maureen for coming in. It's great to see you, ladies. Thank you very much. Here at the Dish Pros, 80th South and State. Band of the day today, in excess, selected by our friend Ryan from the Dish Professionals and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, check them out at livenation.com. Call the Dish Pros, 801-424-DISH. It's always nice to get visitors uh, on, on remote quarters. It's fun to see uh, listeners. We've got, a, we've got some Ute and Jazz fans coming down here. 
did uh, was somebody dressed up for Halloween? Is that what I heard you say? Oh, uh, just uh, uh, I think it's uh, Maureen, right? Has a, a great uh, uh, Halloween sweater on right now. It says "Boo." It's cute. <laughs> Boo. Okay. All right. And we started talking about how uh, I'm not really a Halloween person, but now that uh, now that Sadie's uh, of the age where she's really digging it, uh, I'm kind of uh, um, forced to be a little bit more enthusiastic. Oh, okay. Which we've talked about many times. Yeah. Because you think I should be genuinely enthusiastic. <laughs> well, yeah, just try. I'll, I'll do my best. All right, Gordon, let's, let's talk about the first major decision uh, that this new ownership uh, of the Utah Jazz is, is going to have to deal with. Now, of course, they're not going to make, have to make the decision on their own, but uh, as with uh, Gail Miller uh, and Larry Miller before her, the buck is going to stop with ownership. And, you know, we've, we've talked about the situation they're in with Rudy Gobert many, many times. He's uh, eligible for a super max extension this offseason. Eligible doesn't mean he's guaranteed it, of course. Uh, If they cannot come to an agreement on uh, an extension, Gordon, he will go into next year, the final year of his deal, and after next year will be a free, free agent. And as we know, uh, anything can happen from there. So you have to consider Rudy's value, uh, both financially and uh, what you could possibly get for Rudy uh, if you decided to to do so. Um, You know, it didn't work out all that great with – well, actually, it worked out okay, but losing Gordon Hayward for nothing probably wasn't ideal. So this is a this is a delicate scenario, and I think is the reason why you're seeing uh, some rumors out there, Gordon. I don't know if they're coming from somewhere, but everybody can see what we see, and that means there's uh-huh. certainly a possibility that Rudy Gobert is uh, is moved at some point in the near future. So let's back up for a second. What does it mean? If the Jazz don't get something done this offseason with Rudy, what does that mean? It means he will play, and let me get his exact salary up here, but he will play next year under his uh, current deal, and uh, and then after next year will be a free agent. So Rudy is scheduled to make, let's see, $26.5 million next year. And then he'll be a free agent for the 20 before the 21, 22 season. So the Jazz know what Rudy is is can do. I mean, there are no no real surprises at this point. They know, right. right? And so they know what they want to offer. They know what they think he's worth within the scheme of uh, orchestrating this Jazz symphony. So if they don't sign him this off season, then that that would that not be an indicator that they're not going to sign him? Because you don't want it to go past, you don't want a lame duck, right? And you don't want to be negotiating during the season. Right? Well, they didn't seem to mind that with, with Gordon Hayward. Well, I know, but we're talking about Rudy Gobert here. And it, it seems like, it just seems like good policy. I've talked to some to some team owners and general managers who never want to have a player of value going to a final year of a contract without getting it taken care of, you know, and I, I see great sense in that. Uh, that you're not, it's not like the jazz are sitting there wondering, gee, what can Rudy Gobert be? Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's wait and see. No, they already know all that. Well, so they, they so they're going to know, and this is related to our previous conversation about Ryan Smith uh, coming in. Uh, and what are you, what are you willing to pay? 
And what what, what are you going to pay? What do you think uh, the real value is there? And if you don't think that he's worth what he's asking for, then you're not going to get a deal done now. And if you don't get a deal done now, I wonder if you're going to get a deal done at all. Because if you're the Jazz, you don't want to sign him next February. Well, see, think about it, though, from Rudy's perspective. I get what you're saying from from the Jazz perspective. They'd love to, um, you know, do, you know, like you get an estimate or not. What do they what do they call that? An estimate on your house? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. they would love to to give their estimate on Rudy Gobert, like your worth is this, and they'd like Rudy to just go, "You're right," uh, but rarely, uh, if ever, does that actually happen. And if Rudy wants a max deal, super wants the super max deal, he's he's eligible for it. He believes he's earned it. Why would he compromise this off season? Oh well, I mean, what if he gets hurt? That's that's the one reason. Okay, uh, yeah, and and that's probably a pretty good one to be considered. But if if he's not going to get what he wants, why not go into another year to get better and to increase your market value, regardless of what team it is? You know, you want to you want to make as much as you possibly can. And if you're not loving the valuation that uh, the Utah Jazz are giving you, go play another year and uh, prove that you're worth more. So, Jake, you're an expert in this in this uh, to answer this next question. But can you explain to our listener the difference between what the Jazz can offer and what anybody else can offer? How great a difference is it? And uh, could that come into play? Well, I, I can bring up the, the collective bargaining agreement and, and read the exact language. But, but since the Jazz would be retaining their own free agent, they could automatically give them an extra year. The raises in between the years can be more significant. And the, the, where the Supermax really comes in, and I believe the number is 35%. I can double-check. But you can take up to 35 yeah, You can take 35% of a team's salary cap. Which is, uh, which is an incredible amount of money. So extra year, better raises, and bigger percentage of, of the salary cap. The Jazz, that's, and that's the Jazz advantage to retaining their own superstars. And Rudy's a star, but is he a superstar? You know, there are only, what did we decide the other day, Gordon? Five Supermax players in the league right now? I you thought know? it was four. Uh, four, yeah. You, you, I think you're right, actually. I think it, it might only be four. James so, Harden, Steph Curry, uh, is it Russell Westbrook? Russell Westbrook, and there was one. And, oh, uh, John Wall. John Wall, yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, so uh, there's a couple of nice players in there. But uh, is anybody really worth a Supermax? That, that, that's a question that I think a lot of clubs have to ask. And, and, and then if you're interested in Rudy, it, it, this is where the talks have to be ongoing, and the the Jazz. I'm I'm pretty sure that the Jazz management would know what Rudy's people are going to be asking for him, right? Right. But if you're, I guess what I'm saying is, if you're Rudy, why would you compromise now? You can you can compromise next off season. You know, if yeah. if, if the if the Jazz aren't going to offer what you think that you are worth. Not what you think Gordon Mo- or Gordon Monson thinks you're worth, but not what you think you're worth. Why wouldn't you go another other than the injury factor, which absolutely is a thing. I'm not I'm not trying to disregard that. And maybe that's his top priority. And he just, you know, compromises his dollar value uh, out of fear of injury. And I couldn't blame him if he did that. But outside of that, why would he why would he comp? Why wouldn't he just uh, play it out and go to be a free free agent? You'd have another season under your belt. 
you know, he could uh, evolve his game some. Maybe he could uh, develop a jump shot or maybe he could up his scoring or whatever it is. But at least he'd give himself another year to earn what he thinks he's worth. I don't understand why why anybody would, would compromise before they had to. Well, two reasons. One, if he loves playing here and he, and he enjoys his situation and he's comfortable here, then he, he could go ahead. And the injury thing that we talked about, the security that comes with getting a deal done uh, a year in advance. And if, and if the Jazz are going to pay him a sizable amount of money and, and it really nobody else is really going to pay him uh, substantially more and he is comfortable here, then I would sign early under those circumstances. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's uh, that's that's Rudy. I'm not sure it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I, but I, you know, the, seeing Rudy and his attitude toward things, and I, I do believe last year part of the tension uh, that was created on the team was Rudy feeling the need to go earn that supermax deal. I, you know, I, I know we disagree on this, or certainly we did disagree at the time. But I think that's where calling out his teammates nine games in. I think that's where it all came from. That he wanted the ball more and he wanted uh, more production. Well, I, didn't dis- because- I didn't disagree with that. Uh, your, your, our disagreement was on how harmful that was. Greatly harmful, in my opinion, still to this to this day. And so, uh, I think he, I think he wants it. And and it just the the type of attitude that he has in general, where he constantly considers himself underrated. Uh, I don't see him. And again, this is just me, you know, reading the tea leaves. I don't see him going, yeah, that uh, that offer. That's, uh, in fact, that's that's more than what I'm worth. Yes, let me sign it. <laughs> I, I don't think <laughs> knowing Rudy like we do, that just doesn't necessarily seem like an automatic. And and maybe it is. He, he does. The he injury does thing wear, is. Sorry, go ahead. He does wear the number twenty-seven for yeah. a reason. Yeah, but know, the injury thing is real. Part of it. That's real. That's a real thing that all athletes have to consider: bird in the hand, ball on the carpet. You know. Do I do I just sign this and then I don't have to worry about getting injured next year, or do I roll the dice? I mean, it, it's uh, the storyline out of Jerry Maguire, right? Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. goes into his last season and uh, the, that big hit at the end before he dances, everybody's scared because he didn't get his big payday. You know, it's that yeah. that's a real thing, but it doesn't seem to matter. I mean, it didn't matter to Gordon Hayward. Yeah, but he wanted out. And how do we know that's not the case with Rudy? I don't know. Yeah, we we know. automatically know that. But I'm you not would, sure. But you would think – remember what we said about the Jazz when they lost Gordon Hayward. We, we, it was almost like we thought that somebody should have known. Somebody should have known, right? And it's hard to know. Uh, it's, that's not easy. But maybe the Jazz are closer to knowing what Rudy's attitude is than anyone else is. And, you know, that would factor in on, on, on the decision they want to make. Because if he has an attitude of absolute super max, no matter what, uh, then then what would I do if it was my decision? If he absolutely demanded the super max, I don't think anybody's worth the super max. There might be one. Yeah, I, I'm I'm probably moving him if it's that or bust. But the 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 thing that makes this even more difficult is if I'm a team that's trading for Rudy Gobert, I'm gonna have a pr- I, I better have a pretty good idea that he's gonna stay with me. Right, and that's part of it too. You know, that's where it gets complicated because 
who wants to give up because obviously and the jazz haven't shown their hand really as to where they're going to go with this but uh they're going to demand a lot for rudy gobert Think about what where the Jazz, what kind of player it would take or a group of players would it take for the Jazz to be comfortable with that kind of situation. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking about the Jazz at the defensive end last year and what would have happened to them if they hadn't had Rudy Gobert in the lineup. It would have been rough. All right, Gordon, um, we'll, we'll get into more of this uh, throughout the day. We're way over. Uh, we're live here at the Dish Professionals, 801-424-DISH. Call them now. If you sign up today, you'll get $100 cash back, and you'll also be uh, entered to win a grand prize drawing of $1,000. And actually, Ryan and the crew, they're going to do that twice. So now is the time to jump on board, 801-424-DISH. I want to also remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. More straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. We're live at the Dish Professionals. We'll talk to Ryan coming up here in a moment. 801-424-DISH. Uh, Gordon, finish your thought. I, I rudely interrupted you there in the, the last segment to, you know, fit in the, the sponsors and all that. Uh, well, we finish were, your thought on Rudy. Yeah, we were talking about uh, whether Rudy is worth the money, what the Jazz should do. Uh, this is a big decision this offseason. And the rumors that are going on, uh, there's a tweet here from a, a fellow named Ross, Legion Hoops Ross. He has like 76,000 followers when... He says, the Celtics are weighing the idea of trading for Jazz Center. Rudy Gobert source tells me there's belief within the Celtics organization that trading for a center this offseason is a priority. Um, Here's the thing with the Jazz. It's so hard to find star players in in the league. And I know it's expensive once you find them. And you want to avoid the Andre Kirilenko mistake where you pay out a bunch of money for someone who isn't worth it. And then it hamstrings your franchise for the next for the length of the contract. But it is so hard to find two stars. And that's what the Jazz have right now. Rudy Gobert is a star. You can ask yourself whether he's worth a Supermax or not. But when we talk about offloading somebody uh, to avoid paying that much money, these guys are hard to replace. They don't come along every day. And as we talked about in the last segment, if the Jazz hadn't had Rudy this last year, I don't know, teams would have dunked on their heads over and over again. And so it's, it's, it's a real it's, – it's an issue that the Jazz have to get right. Oh, yeah, well, that, that is true. they got to get it right. Uh, you know, you and I both know that uh, room for error with a small market market basketball team is, is not the same as, say, you know, the Lakers. So, Well, the Jazz, Jazz fans aren't going to make the decision, obviously. That will be left to others. But I wonder how Jazz fans feel about that. You know, what is their relationship like with Rudy? What do they think? It's not their money that uh, – that is being paid out, but they certainly care deeply about their team, and I wonder what they think. Chris Vanini of The Athletic, college football uh, reporter, uh, columnist, is going to join us coming up next. Or, excuse me, no, I, I've got that backwards. Jordan Pendleton is going to join us next, our BYU insider. I uh, apologize, Chris Vanini, he's going to be with us at 4, so stay tuned. It is the big show, Live at the Dish Professionals. Joining us now, our good friend Ryan. Give him a call, 801 801- 
424 dish. Uh, I know whenever you pick up the remote there, you're going to do something fancy. <laughs> I was just uh, playing with it to see like how the football schedule would show up on the uh, when you. I just said Utah football, and it brings up the schedule and shows you the games. Look November seventh, Wildcats, Burn, and they, so when the we're a little far on the guide because it's a little bit out, but uh, when it's on the guide, you can set recordings from there. Super cool. Like, it is just cool. Easy to find what you're looking for and uh you know not miss the games right i i love i've got the hopper i've got dish uh, of course i went through the dish professionals and uh there's so many i i feel like i don't even use all the features but the ones i i do because there's a zillion of them by the way but like the the simple stuff like the voice and the uh, and the the i god i couldn't even the oh you know what i love the most prime time anytime amazing it's a cool feature. Oh, it's so cool. It records all the, the network television primetime stuff. Easy. So you come home and you're like, what is there to watch on TV? And you can just uh, click on that primetime anytime icon and all of those shows are just right there. And then when you go to watch them, it auto hops the commercials. Which is awesome, by the way. Like, I don't know what magic wizard erases the commercial, uh, commercials, <laughs> but but bless that wizard. Yes. It's amazing. Why would you not want something that skips commercials? It's it's pretty cool. You know, I... Uh, my my mom got in a situation where uh, she had to not be at her house for a couple of days, and uh, um, she was like, "How can I have access to my TV?" And she's got Dish, and I'm like, "Well, you know, we we got a couple different options." And um, she's like, "Well, I just want to be able to watch my recorded shows." And so I, I hooked up her iPad and uh, to you know showed her how to do it and hooked up her iPad and uh she called me up and she goes now how much extra did i pay for this that i can see all my DVR recordings just on my iPad and watch it because it's just included and uh you know it it's cool because dish goes a step further cuz other providers offer the ability to have access to your TV on mobile devices but having it where you get your DVR recordings and your local channels it's not available. Nobody else does that. And you kind of take that for granted when you're a dish customer that uh, you get that when you're not a dish customer. Those of you who are listening hear that. And yeah, you, you can't get your DVR recordings. You can get that with dish and pay less. So now folks out there that maybe have been on the fence or kind of looking into it. Now is the time because if you yeah. call and switch today, during today, the show, today's the number you're getting a hundred dollars cash back. Yep. That's amazing. And going to be entered to win a thousand dollars and you guys are doing that drawing twice because you want you know people to have a good shot at it yep and we'll be doing the first drawing here in just a few days uh we we have a, a set number in our uh in our head that how many people we want to have in the drawing because right. i want to keep the odds really good so it's it's not and so we're gonna do the drawing actually twice because once we get to that number i want to then do the drawing again and uh yeah you don't have to be installed today you could be installed later, and if you still got to get the wife's permission, you can get set up and scheduled, and, um, you know, we can move the schedule to whenever's convenient for you, but, you know, Saturday works for us, works for you. We can come out and have it set up, and you'll get the uh, sports pack, which will include the uh, Pac-12 and NFL, NFL Red Zone. You get all the college channels. You won't miss a game. You, you mentioned you can get on the schedule and you guys can move it around. That's what I love about uh, you guys is you're here. 
yep, you know, we're here. You're, you're here, you're here. I'm sitting in your office. I am talking to you personally. So if there are those little additions, uh, you know, uh, I, I laundered my remote control once. Mm-hmm. And all I had to do was come down. I said, Ryan, I laundered my remote control. I said, don't worry about it. I, I got it. We come, got it taken care of. And that's that's what we do. We take care of uh, take care of customers. We're just down the street. And, you know, uh, I tell people, listen, don't call the 800 number. Keep it local. Call us. If you ever see a flyer or an offer with a great deal, call us and say, hey, I got this offer. I want to get this. And we'll get you the same deal and throw in dinner at JCW's. And if you call today, you get $100 cash back. And uh, it's a great opportunity. Now is the time, 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, guys. All right, coming up next, Jordan Pendleton, our good friend. We're talking BYU football, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone.